We welcome you again to another episode in the players in the game of life. Today we present to you, Can I Still Be Saved? The Introduction. I find that the Apostle Paul, a true player in the game of life, in my opinion, was and is to this very day one of the most instrumental in the demonstration of a saving faith and the proclamation of the gospel's love, grace, and mercy, second only to our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. I can think of no other any better suited to answer for us, can I still be saved? Paul, through his education, social status, and practical experience in life, Saul of Tarsus, became not on his own the Apostle Paul, the author of some of the New Testament Bible letters, a witness for Christ, and teaching us in this day and age that the struggle is real. In the context of almost all the past podcasts, there has been reference to or from the Apostle Paul's letters found in the New Testament. But there are a few things that we today can learn from the life of the Apostle Paul. First, we are shown, and I have come to believe, that God can save anyone. In studying the story of Paul, we are truly amazed. And personally, I became exceedingly hopeful that God allowed into heaven a religious extremist who murdered innocent women and children. In today's society, we hear about and sometimes even witness all kinds of criminal offenses like carjacking, senseless shootings, sexual offenses to children, and some of these despicable acts were committed by coaches, clergy, politicians, and law enforcement personnel, along with parents and that boy or that girl down the street. And now you and I may possibly see that those who have done these things are not worthy of a second chance. But God, as he has granted Paul mercy, so he does to all who repent and accept Jesus Christ, the Son of God, as their Lord and Savior. Here's some breaking news. Every person matters to God, from the good, decent, average person to the wicked, evil, degenerate. Only God can save a soul from hell. With that being said, how is it that we, as individuals, as creations of the Creator, going to send anybody, anywhere, I don't have a heaven or hell to put anybody in. That doesn't give me the right or because I carry a Bible and know the word of God, that doesn't give me the right to condemn anybody. Second, the study of Paul's life reveals to us today, whoever will can be a humble, powerful witness for Jesus Christ. Paul was not afraid to share with others what the Lord had done for him. He spent the remainder of his days from conversion to martyrdom, working diligently 
for the kingdom of God. The Bible tells us that the work is plentiful, but the labors are few. The laborers are few. There are times when we have a job to do, but we won't do it. All the blessings that you have been bestowed upon or that has been bestowed upon you, all of these good things that have happened to you, all the things that you were saved from, do you actually share them with somebody else outside the church? Or do you wait till you get inside the church and start telling people or you get on the phone to brag about it? But sometimes all God wants us to do is share the goodness and the mercy and the love that he has shared with us and that he's given to us. Oh, it's a beautiful thing when we start seeing how people share the word of God and share their experiences with other people. We may bring people closer to Christ. Sometimes the only Christ some people may see is the Christ in you. I believe with all my heart there were moments in Paul's life where there were times of struggle. In fact, one of his letters, he wrote this. For the good that I would, I do not. But the evil, which I would not, that I do. Have you ever found yourself in that position? Saved, and sanctified, baptized, and filled with the Holy Spirit. Have you ever found yourself doing something that you knew good and well you weren't supposed to do? Have you ever found yourself saying something to somebody that you shouldn't have said? I said once, have you ever felt like cussing somebody out that really had it coming? The struggle is real, my brothers and sisters, no matter how it may manifest. Yet in spite of his hardships, his sufferings, yes, and the struggles, Paul knew the outcome of a life well lived for Christ. There are, I believe, maybe at least two or three people that are listening to me right now other than myself that can relate to the love, the grace, the mercy of God. Oh, and let us not forget or fail to mention his forgiveness through Christ Jesus, made known to us by the Holy Spirit. Have you ever been forgiven by God? But don't get it mistaken, and this is coming up in the later podcast. Just because we've been forgiven for something doesn't mean that we still don't have to deal with the consequences of our choices. Forgiveness, yes. Some people say it means to forget about it. But it's like it's been forgotten because you don't throw it up in somebody else's face. You know, I don't know if anybody out there has ever had the propensity to mention things over and over again because it would put pain or you want to stab somebody in their conscious mind or in their heart for the things that they've done to you but I'm quite sure there's at least one person out there in fact I know there's one person here that has even thought about it amen <laughs> now you know enough about me to know this that I'm going to say it so I'm going to say it now we are here at the players in the game of life not trying to get you to think like us we just want you to think period just think a little bit higher than mediocrity and then ask yourself a question what if I'm right 
finally from an older player in the game of life in whom we will soon formally introduce to some and refresh the memories of others. I'm talking about King David, who wrote, My cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Now, when your cup runs over, that's filled, filled with the blessings of God, with the love of God, with the mercy of God, with all the things that God has done for you. After your cup has been filled up, don't run and get another cup and fill it up. Let somebody else come and you fill their cup. Let that that's being the overflow from you go to somebody else. Using my sanctified imagination, I can picture Paul reading these words from David. And he in turn shares his story. So we may be encouraged and trust in our creator. Learning from Paul's story, one can, or let me say, anyone can, surrender completely to God, as Paul did, and still have struggles. Yet Paul's cup runs over so we may set eyes under his, as we too receive from on high. Through the study of the life of Paul, we have the opportunity to learn through example a masterful demonstration of saving faith, of a dynamic, of dynamic witnessing, forgiveness, of redemption, of trust, of hope, of love and mercy. In fact, when Paul is in prison, because of his demonstration of his faith in Christ, the jailer asks Paul, what must I do? to be saved. Paul spoke with him and told him, and he and his whole family were saved. Oh, when you have faith in God, when you are diligent, when you trust in him, we do what we're supposed to do, and we're supposed to be witnesses. And I mention again, and I can't ever say it too much, a lot of times we mistake our things or mistake what we're supposed to be doing, and we think that we're supposed to be or some of us, not everybody. Remember, I never make a blanket statement. Some of us believe that we are to be enforcers of the word of God. God don't need you to enforce his word. God has been handling this way before you came on this earth. I'm three times 21 and some change. And I, I know good and well God has been here before me. And he's been handling things all along. Let me share this truth with anyone that will listen. Yes, the struggle is real, but so is God. I wish I could tell you all the good things that come from serving an all-knowing, an all-powerful, an always-present God, a loving, faithful, and forgiving Father. He can make a way out of no way. Talk with Him. Trust Him in that situation or circumstance. He knows that the struggle is real. Nothing, I mean absolutely nothing, takes him by surprise. Next week, I want to continue with the story of Paul and how he carried his witness and Christ's teaching to the sinful church of Corinth. That's right.
Christ said, I'm coming back for a church without spot or wrinkle. Do you know of any? Any church without spot or wrinkle? He didn't say I was coming back for a denomination. So just because you're a Baptist, you think that you got the only way or the only thing to God, I'm not going to say the only way. We'll get into that one too a little bit later. Don't think for one instance that Lutherans aren't going and, you know, we don't know who's going. You're not the one standing. I'm not the one standing at the gate letting people in. In fact, I guarantee you that when some of us get to heaven, we're going to wonder whether people that we thought was going to be here aren't here. We may even wonder why we made it or how we made it. I want you to share this podcast with a friend, a co-worker, a family member. Have a conversation. I would love your input. Subscribe. We welcome all. Whosoever will listen, wherever you get your podcast, try Amazon Music or Spotify. Talk to you soon, if it be God's will.